Welcome back to Of Steam, Steel, and Murder. This session is the second part to episode 14. There will be a third and final part coming for this session. As always, if you are enjoying our show, we would like to hear from you. Leave us comments at steamsteelmurder at gmail.com or visit our campaign log hosted at obsidianportal.com. This website hosts many other great games. Find ours by doing a search on that site for Steam, Steel, and Murder. And now, on with Session 14, Part 2. Alright, police cars start uh, surrounding the area, the block where Adrena's place is. Uh, You guys have... uh, well, Gavin, you've uh, vanished. You've <laughs> you've taken your uh, your motorbike and have gone off towards the docks. Uh, the rest of you guys are still in the house. Uh, you've got plenty of warning before they get there. Is there anything you want to do before the police get there? Vader and the children have gone somewhere. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just kind of get them all. To, I guess we're gonna take all the living people and kind of drag them around the garage and kind of. Have our, I'm going to make sure I have myself posed properly. Or like, what took you so long? Uh, I collect the other guy from upstairs and bring him down and tie him up with the rest of them. You mean the dead? Is he dead? The guy that was upstairs on the ground? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, is he? What did he die from? Gunshot. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bishop had shot him. Um, pretty much killed him. But you also find uh, someone who apparently succumbed to your gas in the bathroom near uh, Vader's room. So he was still okay. kind of hugging the toilet. And he's <laughs> He was out. <laughs> All right, I'll bright, drag him down with the rest. I'm not going to disappear like everybody else. Uh, I'm just going to... I'm gonna... not disappearing. So the only thing that you have uh, that uh, seems... Uh, bad is that you've got one guy with a bullet in his head. Um, of course, these guys this... seem to have sidearms of their own. Exactly. Oh. They, 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 they no are... sign of the family that's supposed to live there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> that's a good point. I'm going to take the sewer entrance <laughs> exit and say, uh, Alex, I'll meet you at your at your place. Because right. I know I need medical attention, and I'd rather... Yeah, you look kind of sketchy as well, actually, because of all of your bruises and everything else, and the you know, blood that's on you, so you <laughs> definitely look a little sketchy. Everyone else is yeah. all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know my uh, nurse there will recognize you, and uh, she'll, she'll be able to call my physician's assistant if I'm not available. Well, actually, Alder so, has uh, got a bullet wound, too. He's got a graze that's been bleeding. I can treat that here, though. Yeah, and I it's will a graze. It's not a hole, so... Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Back into the sewers okay. for another trip. Yep. You'll meet up with Fader and the kids um, so they can show you, uh, because uh, you not really know your your way around the sewer very well, so they kind of show uh, you where to go. I've been in here a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I can't get away anyway because my car's out front and I'm pretty sure it's not going to get power and I'm not going to just leave it here. Mm-hmm. It's just going to raise more questions than anything. All right. So the police do show up. Um, you know, They surround the place and uh, 
Luckily, it is a, an officer that you've met before. Um, it's Officer Philip. He's uh, one of the guys that was on guard at the office building uh, a couple of adventures ago. Uh, he recognizes you. Uh, Mr. Babar, he tilts his hat. What seems to be going on here? There were some reports of gunshots and uh, power outage. Yeah, um, I went over here to visit Drina. Unfortunately, she doesn't seem to be in right now. Um, but there was some sort of commotion in her house, and I, I went inside to check it out. She is a friend of mine. Um, and there seemed to be some of these uh, acehole pirates inside there. Uh, well, I managed to subdue most of them when uh, their vehicles crashed into our building. Mm. Um, and uh, I subdued more of them. All right. Uh, well, he actually takes your conversation across the street so that he's got uh, power, and uh, he uh, makes a couple of calls. He's going to get a, a wrecking truck in to remove the car from the garage as well as a paddy wagon to take all these people. They just had normal police cars. There's not enough room for all the people that you have here. By the time you guys are, have had your conversation, they've kind of waken up, and of course you've bound them all, uh, actually. Yes. <laughs> They remain bound, um, and once they recognize that the the police are here and uh, they pretty much um, can't get away, they just kind of clam up. No one's saying anything. And Aldrich, uh, you can take off the box of damage. You still have the aspect tagged on you until the end of adventure, though, the, the graze wound. Okay. Uh, the only effect is that someone could tag it off of you if you get into combat again. Yeah. But otherwise, it'll go away after this adventure. Okay. Uh, well, Philip takes down your statement uh, and asks, "Well, do you know where Miss uh, Airbauer or her husband is? All the kids are gone too, uh, aren't they?" Yeah, there's nobody at home right now. I'm not sure where they are. Well. Should be all right with, uh, he, uh, orders the other officers with him to go into the building and just to make sure that, uh, there's none of the kids are there and everyone's safe and to make sure that, uh, there's no more people around. They do start cordoning the area off and start rolling out the, uh, police barrier. Uh, I'm sorry, I would have, I would have called you guys earlier, but the power seems to be out on this entire block. Yeah, I made a call to power. They should have a truck out here pretty soon to fix that up. Um, Mr. And he's standing in front of you, Aldrich. Uh, Undergard, I was here assisting the good doctor. Undergard, I flashed Undergard. my badge. Yeah, I believe I met you too, uh, a couple yes, weeks ago. Yeah, he, he shakes your hand again. Um, mind telling me, uh, what happened? Uh, I have been assisting the good doctor with a few, uh, things, with a few side cases as well as, uh, uh, exchanging stories from our various travels. Alright. He's kind of, um, when he's talking to you, he's he's doing it in such a way that, uh, Alex, if you really wanted to overhear, you can, but he's trying to do it to, to kind of talk to him without you there to see if your stories kind of uh, match as to what's going on. Um, and I didn't say my story very quietly, so he should have been able to overhear me. Yeah. Um, give me, uh, let's see, Aldrich, just give me an, uh, an empathy roll. 
This damn will better work. Alex is trying to do a liberate charade to say. Oh, no, the guy's guys predisposed to liking you. Uh, So, you know, you're just basically uh, trying to keep from being overly nervous is all. Okay, that's a plus four. Oh, no problem at all. You're... You're a rock. <laughs> or or you are able to exhibit whatever emotion you want him to believe you are feeling. <laughs> I think confusion is most fitting at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few minutes later, a power truck does arrive, and uh, a, there's a lot of buildings that have had their uh, electrical towers taken up. Um, when the officer finds out about this, he asks you guys if you know anything about that. It's like, any idea why the power was taken out to this block? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but it, it seems like um, I saw something in the in the sky before I hadn't been in the building. Yeah, some of the neighbors. Um, and they sure the were sound. searching this place. They were, sure were searching this place mighty fairly. I would assume they did it to cover their traces. All right. Uh, and you have no idea where the air bowers are? No, not at this point. No, last time I saw them was uh, yesterday when we were working on a case. Oh, okay. We were supposed well, to meet up here, but I haven't seen them lately. Well, for their own good, then, I think I'm going to put out a, an APB just to make sure uh, we don't have any problems here. Um, he gets on his uh, field radio and starts calling it in. Uh, have people on the lookout for the air, bow- air hours. All right. Now, he has you both of you guys sign a couple of papers just uh, as witness statements to what's going on and let you go about your way. Tells you if you do get in contact with the air powers, uh, air powers, please uh, have them call down to uh, the precinct. Uh, we're going to have to close this place up as a crime scene for a little bit. Yep, I better be back to my doctor at uh, my office. So uh, if you need me, uh, call me there. Oh, of course, uh, tips his hand to both of you guys and lets you go. By the time you're leaving, they've got power restored, so your car you don't have to push your car into a, an electric zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll I'll head back and. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Um, dang! If there isn't a bullet hole in the side of your car. <laughs> ah! <laughs> It runs just fine. It just irritates you. You just got it buffed and polished. I just what? got back from Trina. Just let me know when I'm back. Yeah. Um, Gavin, you make it to the docks. And uh, with your glasses on, I mean, you're with with uh, you're you're quite a bit behind uh, the Zeppelin and uh, Drina, of course, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. By the time you get out of the docks, I mean you can see something kind of going over the horizon, uh, over the over the ocean. It seems to be getting lower and lower. Uh, you don't know if it's actually going to make it to the other bank or not. You suspect it's the zeppelin. Uh, there's nothing really else that normally flies this time of night. And give me an alertness roll. Oh, that is Trina. Yep, that's uh, a three. Oh, okay, three is pretty good. Uh, yeah, glinting on the surface of the water, there's something kind of uh, silvery bobbing on the water, and in the the light that the uh, the zeppelin still kind of gives off, uh, you think you see a shape out in the water. Give the dock hands to help reel someone in. <laughs> yeah, you're able to get a skiff together and uh, go out and uh, rescue Ms. Airbauer, who is waterborne and angry. <laughs> You'll get any personal submarine to pick her up. 
<laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, you guys will get I'm back. Buying, I'm buying up some serious vehicle stunts, man. I want a week or two of game time. I want artillery. <laughs> wow. It's, it's on. I don't need no refresh. My refresh is 88 millimeter gun. <laughs> wow. I, I think you've just heard uh, Drina into a psycho. So Drina turned into a different version of my psychosis. Um, I'm going to uh, just kind of do some tying up here real quick because I expect that these are things that will be uh, that you'll want to do. Uh, when you do get in contact with Fedor, knowing your pre-designated location where they should be going, <laughs> uh, Fedor says all the kids are fine. They got all the rifles out of the house. Um, he wants to know what you want him to do. Uh, the police did come to the door of your neighbor, uh, but then being very good neighbors and very good friend of yours, uh, did not say that Fader and the kids were there. And he tells you that you're, uh, that the house and the garage have been, uh, cordoned off by the police. Yeah, the official story is that, uh, how we were at my oldest daughter's place having dinner. And uh, that that story will check out after a phone call. Yes. And at the doctor's office. Um, oh yeah, I have on you, Mister. Uh, we're gonna knock out gas, cures everything. Hey, it took out hey. a lot of guys. <laughs> it did take out a lot of guys. Spoonful helps the medicine go down. At the office, uh, you're able to uh, kind of patch up Bishop. Uh, it looks like whoever went to town on him was uh, pretty good at what they were doing. It's uh, by the depth of the cuts and the bruises, nothing at all was life threatening, but was probably quite painful. Uh, hey, Bert, man, this is, a, this is I, a, I need. At, I need to describe my entrance. <laughs> I basically go in, see who's behind the desk, and when she looks up, I go, "Hey, I decided to try the starvation diet." It didn't work well, and then I kind of like pass out, because <laughs> I know I know I have to be running on adrenaline for all that long length of time. Alex, by the um, time you get there, um, do wait, 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 wait. Before you say anything else, do you know who's behind the desk right now? Because it's the middle of the night. Yes, exactly. That's why I said I did that when I noticed it was behind the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I make sure I get back and uh, I try to pull Abigail off from beating the crap out of him. No, no, and, no. Uh, Abigail is actually seated. Um, she's pulled her chair up so that it's like right over his body. She's got her like foot resting on his back while he's unconscious, and she's just filing her nails. She hasn't done a thing to like help him. <laughs> I thought we were friends again. Still, <laughs> you're still getting the cold shoulder. <laughs> You're just not enemies. <laughs> I rolled really I, well, though. Oh, no, no. She's forgiven you, but she can still be petty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I tell her to help me put her to put him up onto an operation table and treat of his course, wounds. She's nothing but professional when the doctor asks her to do anything. <laughs> I ignore the fact that she didn't help him before I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, going over his wounds, he's been worked over pretty well, but by someone who definitely know the body's tolerances, 
Um, and it also looks like he was, he's, was not quite starved, but was given un- just enough food uh, to be able to keep his health up, but not much more. He's lost quite a bit of weight. So he's going to have to slowly be uh, make sure that he's not fed as much as he wants to eat, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and probably put him in some sort of um, uh, vitamin, you know, kind of treatment. Uh, you know, the kind of... Uh, what am I thinking of? Um, Bert, no, no, <laughs> IV, yeah. yeah. Yeah, put him on an IV or With something like nice, that. a uh, nice, long, thick needle. No problem. <laughs> they have vitamin drips. Yep. Right. Some bed rest and some okay food and quiet. And I'm not going to let Abigail put that uh, put that in him. Uh, this is a This isn't the person she, she should be trying that out for, uh, first off. I, I feel like it would take her several more attempts than it probably should. <laughs> uh, Aldrich, were were you tagging along, or were you going your own way at this uh, point? I'd say I'd follow the doctor. Okay. My only alternative is to go back to his cheap bedsit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor's able to, uh, he puts a sling on your arm that got the, the graze on it. Uh, it's a little tender. Um, otherwise, you're okay. Ruined your clothes, though. <laughs> they have seen far worse. <laughs> if you want, I can give you a, a patient gown. Doesn't have anything for the back, but. <laughs> I still have some pride. By the time you guys have uh, got all this accomplished with uh, the, the medical attention and finding out what's going on with Fedor, um, it's it's around two in the morning. Uh, let you guys decide as a group how you're going to contact each other or what you're doing for the rest of the evening. Fedor and the kids will be making their way uh, uh, carefully over to... Uh, the house that you said that you should have been in the whole time <laughs> to further uh, make the story stick. I'm going to sleep in the hospital, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I, I'm going to try and make calls to the other PCs, but I will be spending the rest of the night um, comforting my children. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to use Ada to leave a message, or are you calling them directly? I'll use Ada. And I'll check back every few hours, mm-hmm. see if anybody leaves a message. And um, I'm making notes. Okay. Um, somewhere in the morning, uh, 7, 8 a.m., uh, you said it was your sister's place, Abel? No, but it's my oldest daughter. Your oldest daughter's place, uh... The police do uh, come to the door um, as there was a bulletin placed on your family. Um, so they came to check to see if uh, your daughter had seen you. And it's like, oh, yeah, they've been with, you know, at dinner with us all night. And you're informed that there was a, uh, a robbery attempt at your house. Um, that uh, they should have it uh, all cataloged out uh, in a few hours. If you would come down to the station after you've had a chance to review the house and have a list of anything that might have been stolen or damaged, uh, just so that they can have it filed. There's my Picasso my Van Gogh. Bizarre. Uh, why would anybody try to rob me? I, just, I guess, I mean, did they mention the pirates? 
Uh, no, uh, they don't mention anything. They just ask that you come down to the police station when you're able to, to, uh, and you've had a chance to look over the house to make a statement and whatever else. He doesn't seem to, this is a younger cop. Uh, he may not even know the full details of what went on. He's just reporting to you, uh, that, you know, they would like these things to be done. Yeah, sure. I mean, I just, um, I just do them. I just do that. I go through the house. I don't embellish. I just go over what what's damaged. I call the insurance company, and that's that. Mm-hmm. I don't um, try to add any weird details or anything to the story. Just keep it simple. Sure. By noon of that day, uh, unless you guys uh, have arranged to meet otherwise, all of you are um, called by Miss Blair and asked to come down to the station at your convenience. Um, your convenience should be before one o'clock. <laughs> you see my beans, What's that? You see my beans? Uh, no, hold on. Let me open up my. I'm hoping the doc will give me a ride there. Or at least take me by my house so I can get some good clothes. Um, I'm thinking you probably should move for a little while. No, no, forget you. I've got a job to do. I don't get paid. I've lost a month and a half's worth of possible jobs and bonuses at the end of the year. Right, I I, I drive over there and get there a little before one. I make sure to go by my house, grab me another suit, grab me, grab me weapon that I probably left when I was going somewhere stupidly. And realize that I should always keep it with me. <laughs> and head over there, probably taking the uh, pneumatic and watching no, my shoulder. Well, at least if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to insist on walking around, then I'll drive you to your house and drive you over there. Okay. <laughs> you can't, but the bullet hole is even more noticeable in the light of day. Ah, <laughs> you know I can even I can probably we could probably ask Gina to even that out for you. Yeah, put a put She's fixed it. She's <laughs> fixed exactly what I meant. <laughs> if You're we find Gavin, knock you unconscious. <laughs> when you all arrive there, Miss um, <clears throat> Blair has you all in uh, conference room one, uh, which you all know is the conference room that. Uh, is kind of the private one that doesn't have the uh, uh, one-way glass and doesn't have the recorders on it. Uh, this is the one that uh, you guys often use to interrogate people for the guilds when uh, you need to at the police station. Uh, once you all have shuffled in, uh, she kind of smiles at you with the smile that does not reach your eyes, and she says, I will give you 15 minutes to get your story straight. <laughs> she turns around and closes the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll just point out they have no reason to believe that I was involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I was just assisting the good doctor. I, yeah, well, we were both there to see Drina. I was at I was at home and then uh, went by went by the hospital because uh, I wasn't feeling well. Um. <laughs> I yeah. Convinced that this is some sort of. Revenge for the Zeppelin incident several months ago. Oh God, definitely. 
Yeah, um, Bishop, y- you clearly are malnourished, so, uh, you need a better story than that. Oh, wait, you haven't had a job for a month and a half. You haven't been eating right, have you? No. Get the number of holes in his body at this point. And the story, so that works. <laughs> have you been trying to do illegal fight clubs in order to make your money to to eat? Actually, I could just be honest and say I was kidnapped and say that I went to the hospital first. Yeah. Actually, Gabe, and you're, you you probably figure that you were called because uh, if you remember, we're picking up like just uh, essentially, you know, hours after the last mission ended. So you were most recently seen in the company of Drina and everyone else. So, <laughs> although why they called uh, Mr. Bishop in, you're not sure. Well, they probably always call him Mr. Bishop. I mean, there's something suspicious. Rather usual suspects, Mr. Bishop. Yep. <laughs> it's probably has something to do with Harris. Well, they probably said they probably saw whole Ace and was like, "Okay, what did Bishop do this time?" You know what? Just say that you escaped and you were uh, you were going to the doctor, and I, that's when I met up with you. And then, um, and then maybe that's. I mean, maybe now since we've had a chance to meet up with you, maybe that's why they were searching during this place. Yep, that sounds like a good story to me. It makes sense because I figured they probably would go after Drina first because that's where I, our normal hangout is, our normal meet spot. And they seem to know a lot. They know too much. Damn you, Harris, and your hiring of mercenaries. I have a strange look and taking note down about possible psychosis. It's not possible, it is. <laughs> I shall swap notes with you then, Doctor, later on. Miss Blair, you I'm not a psychiatrist. I just, I just know he's crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I can show you the volumes that prove everything I've said about Harris. You've seen the well, files. As far as I know, this is still about the last case, because, quote-unquote, as far as I was concerned, I dropped the van with the robot off of the impound yard. There was a way for the others to get in touch with me about what happened. <laughs> but, as far as I'm concerned, this I is the follow-up on that case. I still think it's, it, it could have something to do with the, uh, the psychiatric case. <laughs> and that was crazy. Uh, I've never, I've never met Miss Bishop before, and never seen him. So uh, well, I've never met Miss Bishop either. <laughs> Mister Bishop. <laughs> and um, I've got to seriously pursue some kind of treatment for this brain damage that I've been inflicted with. She gives you fifteen minutes, and uh, she comes in, and. Uh, Probably in likely uh, in a completely staged fashion, um, you see Fedor kind of on the other side of the door as well, and, he, and she shakes his hand and uh, thank you, Mister Airbauer, for coming in and leaving your statement. We'll be in touch. Uh, we'll uh, your wife will be out of here in uh, about an hour or so, and she comes in and she's got a, a thick stack of papers with her, uh, and she kind of arranges them at the head of the desk, face down. And uh, kind of steeples her hand in front of her and says, I'm listening. Uh, I would also like to start off and say and report a kidnapping for how long have I been gone? About what a day month is and this? a half. 
Uh, I've been kidnapped for about a month and a half and tortured by the whole Ace gang. I just escaped last night and went to uh, Alex's hospital and he told me and uh, I got treatment and I came in with him. <laughs> she kind of rolls her eyes at you and says, so did Harris have something to do with this? <laughs> I, I actually look at her and honestly go, no, this was whole base gang by themselves. I was investigating them and trying to figure out what they are, and that's all I can tell you. Yeah. I, I haven't discovered much other than they don't like people snooping in on them. Um, she stops giving you the, oh, tell me another story, kind of look at her face when you say it wasn't Terrace, and kind of writes down what you have to say and looks around the table and just waits. Well, uh, as you know, um, uh, I, I've given Bishop my card before, so he stopped by my office. Uh, this was after. I didn't find out until after the incident. Uh, um, Mrs. Abigail had uh, had done some uh, treatment before I had got there. Um, I, I didn't find out until I got back to my office. By the way, have you had my card before? Here's my card. Um, <laughs> Takes your card. Uh, um, when I had arrived at Drina's house, uh, we were going to discuss uh, the outcome of our last meeting. Uh, at least I thought that was the plan, but she she didn't appear to be there. Um, however, there were some other intruders in her place, so I, I went in Thought that was her upstairs until I found out otherwise. <laughs> um, and uh, I subdued all I could in uh, in that place. We seem to be searching for something. Uh, hindsight, now that I've talked to Bishop, I'm, I'm assuming that, considering I've found some of these cards on them, I'm assuming I found cards, right, uh, Bert? Because they always seem to have them. Uh, now that I've found some of these cards on them, that they were probably looking for Bishop. Um... It seemed to be a little bit of collateral damage on Drina's house, uh, unfortunately, but I'm not sure that that would have changed whether I was there or not. Yeah. They really should do some, some good maintenance on their vehicles. <laughs> and Mr. Aldrich, why were you at the Airbauer residence? Uh, she's written down everything that you said there uh, for Alex. Uh, I have been assisting and working with the good doctor for a... Well, for a little while now, since the previous case, and we were both going to visit Miss Airbauer. Uh, we have been uh, swapping stories on the many various countries that we have visited in our times. Uh, I, 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 I say something to him in German, like, yes, yes, stories. Those stories were pretty good, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. She replies in German. <laughs> yes, yes, I've heard many stories in this conference room. She looks kind of <laughs> blankly at you. Mrs. Carabauer, I understand that you and Vader and the children were visiting your uh, eldest and had dinner with them all evening. Is this correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. Takes that down. Uh, Mr. Marshall, um, this you is have P are you saying P. Pickett was involved with the whole license? I'm sorry, say that again. Did you, are you saying that P. Pickett was involved with the whole Aces? Oh, no, we just want to know if you were anywhere around the Airbowers last evening. Uh, no, I returned the van with the robot into the police impound, and I'd heard that the other men had been sold at the boxing club, and I was waiting for us to get back together to 
find out what happened with that. I, okay. This is the first I've heard of any kind of attack on Venus, right? All right. Uh, she stands up and she signs off a signature and a couple of sheets that she's taken down uh, everyone's statements from and sticks her head out the door and, uh, Philip, get in here. Get these papers uh, processed downstairs. Yeah, go ahead and uh, close this one up. Uh, she closes the door and uh, she sticks her ear out to it for a little bit until she's satisfied and she uh, locks it. Uh, sits down at the desk and, and she says, well, uh, well, first of all, and she hands out uh, uh, envelopes to everybody except for uh, Mr. Bishop. Uh, Guild checks came in today for a case that she finished uh, the day before and they <laughs> asked me to extend my uh, thanks to all of you. So you guys, uh, yeah, check. Yep. you guys get your checks. Um, and she says, now, um, she passes a a manila envelope with a bunch of uh, sepia tone photographs around the table. There's only one set, so you guys kind of have to share or kind of pull around it. And there, uh, there are shots of uh, the medieval night sky. Uh, it's very hazy, um, but apparently the lens that they're using ha is able to cut through the fog at least somewhat. Not as good as Drina's uh, goggles can. Um, and they're using a little, some technology that kind of illuminates a little bit better. Uh, and it's it's got a hazy image of what looks like a zeppelin um, over Drina's building and uh, subsequent shots that show it heading out over the ocean. Uh, and then there's a shot of a couple of the police boats uh, surrounding uh, the canopy section. You know, the actual balloon of the zeppelin was in the ocean, and you see them kind of using these long um, pole arm type things to bring them into the boats. The, the actual gondola portion, however, doesn't seem to be there at all. It's just a balloon. And uh, there's a, a very good shot of the side of the balloon where uh, a couple of policemen are got the fabric stretched out between them, and you can see the, the hold ace insignia. Uh, and they got a photograph of that. And uh, <clears throat> she says, okay, so uh, now unofficially and... <laughs> Speaking to you as you're... Is there, is there a shot of two bullet holes in the hold ace section? Yes. <laughs> well, they do show, like, there's bullet holes in the canopy. Uh, your shot wasn't so great that you got it right in the ace, but yeah. Aww. Uh She said, okay, now, speaking as your uh, guild liaison, uh, tell me what actually happened, please. This is off the record and just uh, between uh, you and the guilds, in case there is anything that we need to be looking into uh, and she points at the whole days insignia. Looks like these people keep cropping up. We were able to interrogate some of the men uh, in the cells. None of them are talking uh, but we have sent uh, their prints out internationally. At least one of them we already have a file on. We know that he um, is a German deserter and has been working as a mercenary for several years now. He's actually wanted uh, in Germany, so we'll be extraditing him. But I need to know what uh, happened. Uh, I can say this about the whole aces is I learned that whole during that month and a half of like my I shiver torture that they were all mercenaries and they worked for the highest bidder and do various jobs for different people. Even though Harris is 
one of their affiliates, one of the people <laughs> who hires them, and I escaped and ran for the nearest place I could think of after escaping. And I kind of described my escape route. Okay. That's kind of hazy. I mean, you can remember, like, uh, yeah, in the it, back of a laundry truck as it was stopping uh, downtown, and then you lost consciousness for a bit, and when you woke up, the, the truck was stopped and parked, and you rolled out into a familiar neighborhood. <laughs> uh, so she says, uh, Miss Herbauer? You have sure, anything I, that uh, you want to add unofficially to the record? Yeah, unofficially. Um, I go over and I, I sit down by her. And I take her hand and I say, uh, you remember when you were really, really badly hurt? Yeah, she nods. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you and I want, I'm going to say this. Uh, just keep this in mind. Uh, Men came in armed into my house, into my house where my children sleep, and I tell her everything. I tell exactly the truth of everything that happened this session. I hold nothing back. Okay. Um, she's not writing anything down that you guys are saying at this point, um, and uh, she looks around. Uh, anyone else? Gavin, were you there? Well, she would have said that I was there. What's that? Because I was. Trina would have said that I was there. Oh, that's true. You yeah. said you were there. I have no idea what else Gavin did once he left via the sewer. Well, did anyone else notice anything that you could add? Did you see any other people, uh, any other vehicles, anything else that we can use? This whole day's organization is very large, and... They have to have a base in the city somewhere. They're, 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 they've got too many operations going on. At first, we thought it had it was something outside, maybe in the farms and the agricoles, but it's it's too centralized. They have to have a location in the city. So anything, anything you can remember or tell us, it will help us. I don't know if there's anything on the truck that will help. They've got it in impound right now. They haven't had anyone look over it yet. If there's really, if there anything I could tell you, I would tell you. Uh, 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 but from a game perspective, we, I don't think any of us are aware of anything else. <laughs> no, the, uh, only, the only thing is, uh, is Drina describing the face she saw in the gondola? Yeah, I, I describe all those guys. Okay. Uh, she wants you to get with one of their uh, uh, artists. Yeah. Um, to see if we can't get a make on the uh, the guy that, uh, that you made eye contact with to see if they can figure out who is leading that. Oh, wait. We never talked about the cursing on this podcast. Can I curse it up, or do you want to keep this thing PG-13? I just prefer you not use the F word. <laughs> okay. Uh... Now that we've done that, uh, I'd ask Sven during the description, oh, do you have any idea about those weird wing flying suits or how they work? We haven't had a lot of time to go over much of anything except for the Zeppelin. Um, the gondola was completely missing, uh, not even flotsam, so we suspected it, it in itself was also a vehicle that was could possibly either float or dive in the water. 
I say float or die. I'm taking notes. Um, is it can ask for my involvement? I just huddled the photograph with the two bullet holes in it. <laughs> <Back down again. laughs> uh, uh, doctor, anyone else? Uh, Mr. Aldrich, anything to add? Uh, my, my story was pretty close to what had actually happened. I took out the ones that were there using a bit of my medical knowledge. I Adrena looks at me with a with a mean look, I'm sure, at that point. No, no I'm, I'm taking notes here. Uh, All right. Um, Mr. Bishop, anything more you can tell us about your captivity? Uh, you said you were looking into them. Is that how they found you in the first place? I believe so. Any indication of where you were being held? Uh, your description was a little hazy. Can you think of anything else that might help us figure out where that warehouse was? You said your laundry truck that you were on. Can you remember the name of the service? And I remember the name since, of the Since you were kind of like just strung out on pain and hunger, I'm going to go ahead and make you, have you make a roll for it. Um, the better you do, the more you're able to remember. Um, and I'm going to ask for a discipline roll. Uh, two. Okay. Um, with a two... You know what? You can remember um, the name of the laundry service on the side, but not much of else of anything. You know what? I remember vaguely where we were going and all that other stuff, because we go left at Albuquerque. We made a left at Albuquerque. I'm sure of it. <laughs> that makes it a four. Yeah, with a four, um, you're able to figure out, uh, before you lost consciousness, yeah, you are actually able to remember a few things, like some sounds around you. Uh, so you're pretty sure it wasn't residential because you were actually hearing mach loud machinery. Um, you got uh, the golden uh, the golden maids are uh, the service that was used for the laundry truck. Um, it's a fairly large uh, group in the city, but she can see if there were any trucks around uh, in the time frame that you can remember. So she'll check in on that. I uh, write a note to. Miss um, Blair, just to say, don't mention this one, Adrena, but try using hypnosis on him. Yeah, we know a good hospital that'll put hypnosis on them and make them lose some of their memories. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not what we're trying to accomplish. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, oh, and one, one other thing. Um, something might jog the doctor's memory. Uh, Alex, if you can... Uh, give me a same thing. Give me a conviction uh, conviction roll. Not I'm sorry, discipline roll. Uh, that's a two, I believe. A two. Um, when you were checking out no, the guys, uh, one. a one. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, two. I was right. Sorry. Okay. Uh, with a two, uh, when you were looking over the guys to see who you could help and who was dead, etc., in the house. One thing you did notice that they all of them were in really good shape, and they were all within a few years age of each other. Uh, all of them had like very closely cropped hair. They looked had a very military bearing, or at least like their the just the way, how physically fit they were and, and the age range that they were makes you believe they all uh, may have all had military service. Uh, did, did I? Get any kind of indication on what military they would 
look like the style would be in. No. And if you uh, want, I'll spend a fate chip and uh, and use I was in a war, you know. Ah, there you go. Um, okay, so you're able to figure out uh, that given their age, um, they they were likely all deserters because uh, they're young enough where they should still be in service, not old enough where they would have been able to muster out yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Nationalities were not all the same, um, but primarily uh, there were no Frenchmen, but there were some, uh, uh, one of them was uh, probably Polish, uh, one of them was German. Not quite sure about the other two. Okay. Um, but you're, I'll, you're I'll let her know. Okay. But uh, that makes sense for mercenaries, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Jameis. Uh, how easy is it to spot the transmission antennas in a block? For, for the rooftops? Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty easy. They're pretty big antennas. All right, okay. I could have easily scouted it out. Oh, I'm figuring they might have just taken them out from the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just thinking otherwise they would have, as if they were sort of not that obvious, and if these things were mapped somehow, they might give us a possible place where someone got information from, but no. I think that's uh, all we have. Yeah. All right. Um, um, she says, if you guys are going to look into it further, if anything else happens, let me know. Uh, just call my, my private line here at the precinct. Otherwise, uh, officially this case is closed. It was a matter of robbery. Yes, because robbers usually have armored cars, but yeah. <laughs> Shut up. She looks at you with a <laughs> stony look. Robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Did they find any information about where the laundry mat came from? Tell me. I want. I want. I just give it uh, another look. Hold on a second. She uh, she already suspects that you're mentally unbalanced. Let's see. <laughs> what would you like me to roll? Give me an empathy no, she roll. Oh, that should be easy. Uh, empathy four. Mm. <laughs> she's uh, she's actually pretty good at this. Uh, she tells you quite lovely. I don't know if that would be a good idea, Mister Bishop. Um, I'll let you Can know co- what happens, but we'll see from there. Can I come in and support him? Uh, try and back him up with my empathy because. Uh, Personally, I think that this is probably the best way to get anything. Very true. Well, likely she'd be telling us, just not necessarily him. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? To convince her, I'm going to spend a chip for a plus two, because damn you, Harris, because if I don't get to them, (laughs) I can't get to Harris. All right. The plus two is actually enough. Uh, She'll she'll melt a little bit and tells you, all right, Bishop, uh, I'll let you know what we find out. Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, folks are free to go. Um, your husband uh, 
This air bower uh, had filed uh, damages. Uh, it didn't look like anything was stolen. Uh, it didn't look like they had enough time with the good doctor's intervention here. And uh, Mr. Aldrich. All right. I go outside and I grab Fedor and I give him a really long kiss because the sex will be fantastic for months now. <laughs> TMI. Yes, yes. Because, <laughs> you know, the danger, etc. It's wonderful. Um, Aphrodisiac. And I'm going to the uh, armored car and I'm going to see if I can uh, uh, look it over and find anything. Oh, Bert, when yeah. I went back by my house to get better clothes and cleaned up, did I, did my place look broken into or yeah. anything like that? Yeah, uh, your, your, your place will have been ransacked. Uh, Quite professionally, it's like your your place wasn't like completely end over end dumped into oh. the floor. Um, I'm going to say that you just notice some things like you never leave your dresser drawer. You know, you always close them. One was left a little open. Uh, you always have your suits uh, in a certain order, and they're out of order. Uh, I make sure to tell this to her when I actually a little bit ago because of the fact that I, I did go by there before I came by here to get clothes. And also, uh, is, is the, was the lock messed with? Uh, no, actually, it, uh, it doesn't look like it was, because it had been messed up before and you had it replaced. And uh, Yeah, and then I replaced it again yeah, and, and again. It again, and again. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't look like uh, the lock was forced. Uh, windows? Windows uh, in the kind of place that you can afford, hard to tell. <laughs> You know what? Can I can I use burglary to my burglary skill to make this place a little bit safer? Yes, yes, you can. Well, you don't fish often... up for right now. I'm, I'm insisting that you stay, you at least stay uh, at my place because uh, you can't just eat what you would normally pick to eat in your, the condition you're in. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll save that for later. The, my house. Yeah. I'll roll burglary later for it. I'm gonna assume you never thought of it before because you really don't. You don't have anything worth money in your place. <laughs> you blow it as soon as you get it for well, the most part. Well, I, well, most. Well, the thing is, I usually think that you know, if I change the lock, it'll be fine. I keep changing the lock, changing the lock, and hopefully that'll solve the problem. <laughs> now, with, now with a little bit of experience in the underground and seeing this, I gotta realize I gotta do more. <laughs> Bishop doesn't. What Bishop doesn't realize is that he doesn't need to change his lock because the reason his money disappears is because of him. <laughs> he uh, just assumes he I, spent it all the night before the alcoholic haze. He can never remember. I'm not an alcoholic. No, he did spend it all, but he did spend it all the night before. He just can't remember it, so he assumes he was stolen from. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, did they? Um, is my uh, weapon there? Uh, since you paid for your weapon with, as a stunt, um, it, it, I can't take it away from you. So we'll, you know, you either had stashed it before you got uh, mugged and taken, yeah. or uh, you found it in the warehouse after you freed yourself. Which, whatever way, you, uh, you do have it. Uh, I found it in the warehouse. I found a little bit of my other stuff, what I was carrying, my wallet, whatever. Some money missing, of course. Okay, then. Your black book's missing. No. Well, at least the park park book from another... no, you still have the uh, full-size version at the apartment. 
We've got another Daniel with another black pocket to borrow his. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, was- I take it, cross out the last name and put Bishop. <laughs> and I figure out the, and I make sure to use my good knowledge and figure out the rating system and go, hmm, yeah, 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 that makes sense, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Even the monogrammed uh, D on the front is perfect. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's hilarious. I remember it because I listened to that one. I was like, damn it, I can't take that that black book. Uh, Before you leave the police station, uh, sure, Drina, you're going to look over the uh, remains of the van to get your repair roll. Wow. Ooh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, I, I disassemble and reassemble it uh, before your eyes, Bishop and Gavin. <laughs> uh, with an eight, uh, actually, you find out something very interesting. Uh, the van itself is nothing special. Um, it's a normal delivery van. It's got uh, a maker's mark you're quite familiar with. Uh, the plates were all put on um, much after the fact. Very cheap welds. It looks like it was done very quickly. Uh, but more importantly... The steel plates themselves, there's only two factories in Metapol where you can get this plate. So you remember, because when you were making your garage floor, you had to have this kind of plate to be able to stand up to some of the weight of the vehicles you were repairing. And they were very difficult to find in the city. I see. So, what, this so this truck was modified? Yeah. Hmm. And quite hastily, the plates um, were, you know, they were spot welded onto the van just to give it a little bit more mass and protection, but it was, like, shoddily done. They would not have stayed on for very long. Right. So, wait, so they were, what, they were expecting this thing to get shot at, or? It it looks like it's a single-use vehicle. Like, it was, uh, the plates are made such that it was perfect for ramming into a building. The Murph had a few like this ready to go, and they just grabbed closest one available sort of thing. Fair enough. Or they discovered I escaped and decided I probably went to Drina's and they'll break in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. um, It's not all about you. You can't assume that they did this the day that you escaped, is what I'm saying. They may have had had somewhere. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, considering that the materials are hard to obtain, then yeah. They were pre-made. They, they could, they could be at the factory. They could have owned one of the two factories and be working out of that. We should probably tell yeah. Blair. I, I think that I think it's more likely, yeah, that they, they expected that in the future they would need certain types of armor and such made to order, and they probably have somebody who works at one of these places who is in their pay. At the very least, they'll have hopefully have records of some transaction, if not people themselves. Right. Yep. Okay, um, so the only question is, how fast do we go over there? Uh, can we at least get records on who these places are? Yeah, we're at a police station. Yeah, let's uh, so, really do that. And talk to Bla- and get Blair and tell her what Trina's just found. Mm, okay. Yes. Lines, to narrow the search. It might line up with previous information we have about various people that we know are around here that are of interest. Yeah. Well, 
can we cross-reference where the laundry vehicle or where that laundry company is compared to the, uh, the two buildings? into the vehicle. We don't have the details on it right this minute. I could be wrong. Yeah. Gavin, you're actually in the best position to do this type of thing. Uh, your day job yep. handles a lot of this sort of stuff, and they would have much better records out of it than here at the police station. This is what I do. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, you do your thing. You guys all going with him, or are you splitting up at this point? I think we should Don't let him do his own job. Help. <laughs> I'll just go back and relax at Senior's Hospital. Um, nah, we'll go to my place instead of the hospital. You've had enough oh, of Abigail for, for one day. Thank you. Right now, I am seriously going out and trying to find um, somebody who can help cure me of whatever whatever thing was done to my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go with Gavin Marshall, seeing as I think some of my... Um, Actually, uh... uh Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead and finish there. Sorry. Uh, I was thinking that some of my skills would come in useful if it's going through uh, data. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, actually, give me a contact role. You might actually know someone that uh, Drina could see. Uh, that's a good point. Professionally. Um, yeah. That's a four. And because I want to help Drina out... Uh... I hold myself in high regard, so of course I know somebody. Mm-hmm. So that'll make that a six. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yeah, you uh, you you can remember that there's a there's a couple of doctors that uh, specialized uh, in they they did their field work in missile, uh, mental disabilities and like uh, problems that soldiers would have uh, coming back from the battlefield um, and had had a lot of luck using. Uh, Hypnotherapy and some other like new uh, new medicines uh, to help uh, these people remember things that they had blocked out. Because um, unfortunately, they had to get the information from these soldiers, uh, <laughs> regardless of the damage it might have done to their minds. <laughs> um, so we hook you up to this computer engine, and you will see some lights. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do remember having uh, a business card to somebody that was uh, at the top of the field in this type of research. Uh, a few years ago. Uh, you'll have to retrieve it from the office, but uh, you do think you have a name. Okay, well, then I'll tell Drina that I, I think I remember somebody who specializes in that field. And, uh, let's stop by my office, and I'll try to get his number and set you, set you up with him. All right. Oh, and, and, and after you're done, and after you get this treatment, uh, I th- did you do something about this bullet hole? <laughs> <laughs> Which oh, in your car? It was just a, this minor, <laughs> small little bullet hole. You didn't even notice it at first. <laughs> uh, yeah, with my with my eight, I just take like a ragged. I just tear off a ragged chunk off the van <laughs> and just like stick it in there, like make it look perfect. There you go. <laughs> it's a little paint, but it's nice and smooth now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come by in a in a couple of days after we finish uh, the remodeling. Think about it. Now you can have a subport built onto the, uh, the 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 place while you're at it. Anyway, um, we'll stop by my office. I'll get that card and then uh, call. Make a preliminary call for her to set up an appointment with that doctor. Mm-hmm. 
kind of just let me know when I can say refresh and um, otherwise we're going uh, directly to the uh, factory mm-hmm. All right. I, uh, I, I promise I will not create a holocaust is everybody spent enough chips that they have below their normal refresh right now I'm no above. I'm one above yes who was one above sorry Kevin and uh, Marcus. Okay, everybody take two chips. I'm awarding two fake chips Including. for uh, the, the scenes that have been played out so far. Excellent. Okay, we're going to cut to uh, Gavin and Aldrich. Uh, Gavin, you're getting access uh, at your job. Uh, you know, you're, you're actually pulling your uh, guild business card out and saying, <laughs> official guild business. <laughs> to be able to look through the records. Uh, and go ahead and give me an investigation roll. Oh, not scholarship. Damn it. Oh, investigation. Let's go. Bing. Wow. It's really crap. Oh, I've got some chips now. Can I support Bing. him? Oh, um, uh, yeah, could... you can support if uh, if Gavin doesn't mind you also going through the records. Oh, we're here on official guild business, mm-hmm. so it's not like I can okay. sneak him in and make sure. So, investigation? Yeah, investigation roll. If you uh, if you succeed, you'll give him a plus one. If you succeed by more than three, you'll give him a plus two. Oh, oh scratch, I'll use the fudge dice. Okay, and that's four, because I have investigation at good. Oh, there we go. And Gavin, what are you going to get with a plus two now? Okay, hang on a moment then. I've got an investigation of three already, so that's a two. Total of four at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll blow a chip on the man in the no and make it a six. I'll just okay. take a plus two. Um, with a six, uh, you're easily able to track down the two companies that produce this uh, heavy plate steel. Um, and running, uh, it takes you uh, a couple of hours between the two of you, but what you're able to eventually find out is that one of the companies is actually owned by um, a group outside of Medipol called 3R, which you ran into before. <laughs> oh, dear. 3R? 3R. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. We need to have a background world building session at some point. <laughs> we'll come up more for that. But, yeah, this was this, these are the same people that provided the uh, computer engine that was used in the psychiatric facility. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A German company. Yep. Uh, can I get any information on 3R seeing as I'm from Germany? Ah. Uh, um, yeah, well, there's that aspect as well. <laughs> yeah, w- with with the information that's available in Metapol, I'm going to say no. Um, do you, do, does your character have... Uh, he, he was in the service, right? He was uh, in the military? Uh, no, uh, Aldrich is scholar, but I guess he would be reading up on all sorts of modern okay. practices because he's enamored with the guild. So if he was never guild. in the, the services, then there's really no way he can know any information about this. Okay. And uh, other information on 3R is just not... I mean, you're going through it once he... Uh, 
uh, once Gaben runs down the fact that this company uh, was owned by 3R, you know, he had gone through looking for more information about this company and was, you know, came up with very little. Okay. Yeah. Trina would be interested to find out that uh, there's an association there, I'm sure. Sure, I mean, yeah. I can try co contacts to see what I know about it. I'm, if we have time for me to do that. Oh, I probably know more about the the two. <laughs> I probably have contacts who know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah, but I have like the um, I have the you know merchant engineer mechanic contacts. I have contacts within everywhere. <laughs> oh, we can both see see if we know anybody who might know something. Okay, I'll drop. Um, here we go. And there's a pretty a, hefty modifier on this because it is it, the the information is very uh, kept very secretive. Um, so you tell me if you're it. satisfied with your roll. That that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I rolled a six, so uh, I'm, that's as good as I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. I rolled a four. I'm gonna spend a chip because I'm a well connected contractor, and I'm gonna get a reroll. Okay, hold off and tell me what your total is for a second. Um, what Drina is able to, to know with uh, her contacts and uh, is simply that 3R speci specializes in um, some very questionable medical equipment uh, using technology that isn't well tested. They often order specialized parts to be made by uh, different contractors you know, they'll say, I, I need a part that performs this function, and I can't tell you what it's going into. Um, but you're able to do some extrapolating with that, and that's really all you know. And Bishop? Well, after I tap, I've been to dark places, because this is a shady organization. I have a total of eight. Wow. Chips have been blown in front and center. Oh, uh, I had I got the two chips and I was like, oh, okay, I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna need them. those words. Uh, no, if no, because I'm I have a good gun. I only need that. I'll be fine. Yeah, Mister, I was tortured for six weeks. Yeah, I'll be fine. Hey, don't I'm worry. Tough, man. If, if if worse comes to worse, I'll throw some knockout gas so that we can run away from my own weapon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Bishop, what uh, what you're, uh, it's going to take you some time to call in the favors for all of this. So, um, yes, you'll get something, but it's not going to be within the next uh, immediate oh. future. Because you actually uh, have, okay. since you're doing it with contacts, you've got to round these people up and talk to them. Okay, I know. Um, I figured I'd be doing this while they were uh, like kind of calling in favors, etc., while the other guys are, and making sure I get in contact with everyone since I've been gone for six weeks. Yes. So I will. Uh, I will. I will fill you in as the information comes in. You're basically pulling in favors now to find out all you can about it. Okay, and I, I make sure that <laughs> I should hire a bodyguard. See, from the right side from last time, it was R3. Yeah, I assume it's the same thing. Three R3. Three what, what's, uh, what's your resources at right now for Bishop? One. You can't <laughs> afford a bodyguard. <laughs> wow. I, I know. I, I normally did a job as a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can hire yourself then. <laughs> that works. 
I'll hire trusty, trusty. I have changed the name so many times. The name of my weapon will say she's Sally right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking in any more people in my house. <laughs> was uh any anyone else going to do anything before uh Gabe and, and Aldrich come in with uh the information they found? Uh how long, how long does that take? Uh a couple hours. It's enough time for you to get the business card from uh from Alex if you wanted to try and uh contact that doctor or make an appointment. I'll make an appointment. Sure. Well, I, I actually, Bert, I have my nurses make an appointment uh, for her because okay. it's more it's it's more official when it comes from one doctor to an, another doctor. Uh, you know, more likely to go through and everything. Yeah. Sure, I I appreciate it. He is a specialist, uh, and so coming from you, yes, he he can see uh, uh, Drina, Drina and uh, much sooner than uh, than she could get an appointment uh, otherwise. Uh, He's normally also quite pricey, so <laughs> this will go away to uh, to help on that. Uh, but Drina, will you'll have you'll have an Charge appointment. Charge it to the guild. Drina will have an appointment. Uh, well, would he's unavailable today, but you can schedule it any time you want. Otherwise, is uh, he works nine to five? Oh, that reminds me. Yes, there is one thing I would like to do. Um, this is not, I, I don't like to do this. I don't like to call on people who I work for. Um, but oh. I, I want to see Mr. Tesla. Um, actually, you know how to go about doing that, uh, using the drop locations that he had told you about. But I mean, I need to see him in the couple of hours. Oh, okay. So you're going to call on some favors? Yes. Give me a contact roll. And by the way, uh, what I just rolled for is the uh, scientist who's in a coma is still in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only good for him. <laughs> All right. So, contact roll. That's a three. Okay. Uh, you satisfied with that, or do you want to... Chip in anything else? I, I I'm not a social character. I don't have any social type of stunts or aspects. So okay. Uh, no wait. I I haven't used. I've got eight kids. So well, it's refreshed. You've refreshed your over his aspect now, so it's not like that's true. It's a different thing. Yeah. Well, I I've got eight kids. It turns out that Harry and Suki um go to school with his youngest daughter. Um. Yeah, Anastasia. Okay. So it, that's enough yeah. to get you. Uh, sure, it's enough. Um, you uh, are given a call back um, and saying that uh, Tesla is unavailable at this moment, but he'll be able to see you at uh, three o'clock, which is about an hour away. Um, that is absolutely wonderful. He'll be um, taking his lunch in the uh, in the cafeteria. Um, if you would like to join him there, he'll have a uh, a booth. Okay. Um, yeah, of course. If he's uh, willing to meet with me, I'll only need a minute of his time. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I thought Tesla didn't eat with the common people. <laughs> normally, no. With all, all that security he normally has. I um. Wait. wait, wait am I am I common? 
Did I miss something? You have insulted the great the great artist that is Drina. No, no. Shush. No, no. I was just commenting on the fact that he's eating in the cafeteria. <laughs> you should read a uh, bio about Tesla. He was a very eccentric man. <laughs> I know. I'm just the Tesla that's being portrayed in this yes. game has had like five layers of security between him and anybody else any given point in time, and now he's eating in the cafeteria. He was also having someone fit him for a robotic suit of armor, so... <laughs> yes. He may be wearing in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> Fine-tuning right. it. I'm going yes, uh, to the time fine that, I'm gonna say in the time it takes for uh, Gavin and Aldrich to come up with their information... Um, uh, you can have your scene, Drina. We'll go ahead and get that out of the way because it'll still yeah. be within the time they're gathering information and by the time uh, Bishop is calling in favors as well. So uh, you arrive at sure. the cafeteria. Uh, there are armed guards at the cafeteria. The cafeteria is completely empty except for uh, Tesla sitting in a middle table with his manservant <laughs> uh, making him some scrambled eggs in a little burner tray right next to the table. Good uh, point. Excellent. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh. he stands up uh, and uh, pulls out a chair for you. Uh, yeah, thank you. This thank air bower, I always have time for my. Uh, he he, uh, he makes the uh, the slip as he starts to say uh, minion and uh, <laughs> turns that into uh, uh, a helper, but uh, he uh, gives you the twinkle and uh, blink of the eye when he makes the slip. Um, Eggs. No, thank you. Um, wait, is his manservant yes. there? Yes, he is. I say, uh, yeah, I'm happy to have some, let uh, me get some eggs and a bit of coffee, uh, black, not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, his and man uh, mm-hmm? sets a good uh, plate of scrambled eggs in front of you, as well as uh, some hot coffee. Uh, Tesla apparently takes his with cream, no sugar, and <laughs> he kind of stands off to one side of Tesla and. Uh, Takes on the look of, I'm here, but not here. <laughs> That's quite all right. Um, um, could I ask you to send your manservant uh, to the other side of the room for a few seconds? Um, he looked at you uh, a little odd at first, but uh, he nods to his manservant. And uh, he steps uh, out of earshot, but within, you know, viewing sight. All right. Um, yeah, Nicola, I um, I'm going to take uh, liberties here and call you call you by your Christian name. You should call me Drina, also. Um, I uh, I'm sure you've heard at least the outline of what happened uh, some hours ago. Uh, my my home, my business was was attacked. You know. Yeah. Um, does he know what I'm talking about, or is he just nodding? He seems to be waiting for you to finish what you're going to say before he says anything. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to say is um, I'm going to... You understand, I have a very large family and that I care very much about, and uh, all I want to do is uh, remodel my home and business in order to discourage future attacks. Hmm. <clears throat> he pulls out... Uh a well-worn uh, uh, a journal, and it looks like it's, it's half been written in, and there's still a good half of it left. He starts uh, 
uh, thumbing through it. And uh, give me, let's see, give me a rapport roll. Sure. I do re- I do rapport well. I'm a mom. Or go. Crap. That's only a two. Give me just a second. Okay. Okay. He says, I'll tell you what. I've been working on a, a new project. I flips to a section of his book, and he's got uh, a calling card uh, taped to it, and he kind of prizes off the page and uh, hands it over to you. Um, he says, uh, get in touch with this guy. He's uh, the one that designed uh, my security system for the office. And uh, he pulls out one of his calling cards, um, it's, his calling card is like a, a very thin, uh, sheet of, uh, it's like a very, almost a luminous metal. And he takes, uh, he's got a ring on his, uh, index finger that he kind of removes the cap on and it kind of, uh, when the cap on the top of it comes off, it kind of, uh, hisses and starts popping in the air and he presses it down on the card and it leaves a mark <laughs> on it. And he hands this over to you and says, give this to him, uh, when you make the appointment. Um, thank you very much. That's all I, I needed to know. Uh, whatever I, I just have a, uh, a small business, uh, but I have an eye for, for engines and, uh, a little bit of talent. And if ever you need anything, um, I'm happy to help you out. Uh, Pritiaba. And I, uh, pat him on the hand. I give him a kiss on the cheek and I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Bishop, uh, you get a phone call back uh, roughly three hours after you started making different telephone calls. It's from a voice that you don't really recognize. Um, and he says, uh, <clears throat> at the diner uh, across the street from me, if you go to the men's room stall, uh, a little bit of information uh, that I've gotten together for you. Uh, he had some tokens and some favors you called in for some people that I owed some money to, and they're willing to call it clean if I uh, did this little thing for you. So uh, you do that. Click. Okay, I go and do going. I carefully go where he said, looking for anyone who might be sus- suspicious. You know, just keeping aware, listening for anything. The restaurant across where you live is uh, really, it's a dive. You hardly ever go in there. Some really rough types kind of hang out. Although, of course, the waitresses know you there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The men's room has got the little sign on it where they sign off when the last time it was cleaned. It was dated sometime last year. (laughs) 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 I make sure to grab the gloves from my pocket. Uh, you find uh, there's two stalls in there. The first one you look at doesn't have anything. The second one has got, uh, you know, behind the toilet, there's been shoved uh, an envelope. I take the envelope, kind of put it in my coat, and... I was thinking, your it, uh, envelope's it, behind the other toilet. You just took someone else's contact details. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you pull the envelope out, and, you know, there's a, a string of gunk that kind of clings to it as you pull it out from from behind the toilet. Oh, I kind of left it off and make check to make sure there aren't any other envelopes to steal. <laughs> no, lots of discarded beer cans and uh, that sort of thing, or beer bottles, but uh, nothing else that you see. 
Okay, I kind of take it and uh, head back to my place. Or I uh, take it and kind of head over. Okay, uh, John, you said you were looking into uh, if anyone had filed a patent for the bat uh, for the wingsuit. Yes. Uh, did you make the investigation roll? Uh, no, I'll do that now. Okay, please don't fail me again. Oh, for frack's sake. Okay, that'd be a plus one, but I'm going to use archaeology as a way of life. (laughs) So I'm carefully analyzing every last detail with the magnifying glass. All right. Uh, there have been a couple of patents, uh, filed for... Uh, a design of a uh, of a uh, a a cloak, uh, a parachute cloak, or one that will allow you to glide. They don't look terribly similar to what you these guys were wearing. Sign Drina Earbell. Hang on. <laughs> well, um, one thing to note the- is that we don't have all the guild patents in this office. We mm-hmm. just have those who don't file with the guilds. Mm-hmm. That's still worth narrowing down. I'm also going to swipe a copy of, well, make notes of a copy of one which looks most functional, just for personal uses. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're jumping off one of the mountains on the next track. What you get is uh, basically the uh, uh, the maker's mark that the guy uh, uses to, to stamp his, uh, because those are filed along with the patents, uh, as well as the patent number he was issued. So, no more information there. Yeah, you do have a name and an address, but they are a couple of years old. Um, nothing has been subsequently filed, so you don't know if it's still good or not. Okay. Well, um, can I note down the name, or is that a simple blah to be filled in? Uh, sure. His name is Roth Martins. He's had a couple of things filed in there, too, other than just the uh, the air suit. Um, most of them having to do with... Uh, like parachute type devices. Okay. This one, the the <clears throat> the suit seems to be more of a a cleaning up of previous designs, but it had enough difference in it that it, it required a newer patent. The next one in the field. Just wondering. Speaking of patents, is three R with any patents under their name? Uh, for Metapol? As the as the company, no. Um, but they could very well have uh, inventors in their pocket that would just have been filed yeah. under their own. But uh, yeah, I know the sub yeah. sub companies with not easily noticeable and stuff. Yeah, just 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 asking because it's very good line of thought, there, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, at this point, I'm going to say that everybody's uh, what they were doing on the side. Excuse is me. All, sorry. Yep. Uh, everything they're getting done on the side has uh, been finished. Um, and like uh, three, four hours there. So, what are you um, all doing? Uh, shall we meet somewhere privately, and I, uh, we shall look at what's inside the slightly nasty envelope. Well, technically, Drina's office is still right, and uh, the clock's there. Yeah, so yes. let's go there. Yes, I go there. Isn't it? Isn't it still cordoned off? No, no, they've closed that case. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. They said that uh, they they would have it all taken care of by the <laughs> This is Metapol police who left such things as the submersible there for several months, though. <laughs> actually, well, um, still open. The, uh, actually, Bert. Technically, we never turned in the submersible. It's under Drina's name there as a favor. 
Yeah, but yes. they never took down the police zone around it either because it's still sitting there. <laughs> I'm gonna have basically. I'm gonna have to buy when I buy it as a stunt. I'm gonna have to buy a, some sort of pen for it or something. You could make it so that it was uh, multi-talented. It could connect to a zeppelin. You, you know what? I've got a thing. It could make it stuff. collapsible. Yeah, I was thinking with all the stuff that she's been collecting, though, what you might want to do is buy the. Uh, the universal gadget thing and call it your garage of vehicles. So at any, any given adventure, you can state the submersible is tapped for this adventure or the robot suit is tapped for this adventure. I was actually... Uh, yeah, Drina Eba. Drina Eba is go. I'm <laughs> getting... I'm buying the stunt. I'm buying universal gadget. Well, you just to do something. Hmm? It does limit you to uh, to one one thing per like once you've stated it, that's what you have for the uh, particular session. But that will allow you to have a stable of rotating yeah. uh, vehicles. Universal gadget. It's an engineering stunt. Uh, a personal gadget you design on the fly in the middle of a situation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, no problem. Well, it says you can use it as your carriage. You can use it as a carriage. <laughs> that's right. I think the GM might override the book just a little. Garage? <laughs> no, it's no. It says you personal gadget can apply to several personal gadgets or to huh. or additional improvements to the same gadget. Either way, mm-hmm. so I'm just saying, I'm dropping a refresh and saying I have in a garage. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I thought it didn't. Nah, <laughs> So what? Uh, are you guys all going to meet up at the garage again? I suppose. Yeah, we'll meet up in the clock room. The clock wasn't ruined, right? No, the clock was in the uh, the house part of the garage. The garage was pretty much ruined, but uh, the house part is fine. Luckily, okay, the garage sure was reinforced with with heavy duty concrete and steel, so it didn't. You know, it broke the roll up doors and made a mess of the garage, but it's still intact. You're welcome. Yeah, thank thank you very much, Gavin. I, I give Gavin a pat on the cheek. Um, <laughs> Do you want some coffee, Gavin? <laughs> I'm making some coffee. <laughs> I come back with coffee. Um, yeah, in the back of the garage is now this large, like kind of a lazy Susan. Only it's like five meters across, and there's like a switch, and you can kind of see uh, right now. There's a robot hanging in front, um, but off to the side, you see a, a submarine. It's almost as if I could turn a switch and <laughs> the the submarine could pop out or the next thing on the giant Lazy Susan in the in the Air Power Motors garage. <laughs> your car. You haven't taken your car yet as a stunt, so your car could be there as well. Yeah, my car's in there too. Does anybody have any vehicles they want in inside... I'll eventually take my bike as a separate stunt myself. So. Okay. Well, I'm happy to store your 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 bike anytime you like. Mm. All right, gentlemen, what's the next step here? We look at this Manila envelope and figure out some more information about 3R. In the Manila envelope uh, is a series of uh, some pretty ratty papers, like they've been wadded up and. Uh, 
you know, smoothed out several times. Like it's been in someone's pocket for a while. There's about five or six sheets in there. Uh, one, they're all in German. Anyone speak the Deutsch here? Uh, you look at the very, the very obvious German prince. <laughs> I look at the people who I know speak German. <laughs> Multiple people. Uh, the people who can do speak and read German. The second thing you notice is that they are encoded. Um, if anyone has a combination of both speaking in German and had served time in the military, you are familiar with the code. Ah, All right, so oh, I decode it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Give me um, a scholarship roll. Oh, what a time to can roll I, a negative. Can I come in to support him as well? So yep. he's out the over his shoulder. Support, that's fine. Okay, uh, scholarship. I am going to roll with real world dice again because I'm that up with the fudge pattern. Roll. That's a plus two from me. That's. Uh, two on the dice, and I had scholarship uh, at great, so that's six. Okay, so you get a plus yeah. four to your roll there uh, for Alex. Uh, so that puts it at a plus, seven yeah, plus overall. So seven overall, very good. Uh, yeah, you've uh, you are familiar with the code. Um, it's not a particularly hard one. It's battlefield transmissions are are often done in this one. Um, if you spent any time in the military and the signaling service, especially with Germany, uh, you're a little rusty with it, but uh, you remember it well enough. Um, and what you end up with is uh, a dossier on the uh, 3R company. Um, and apparently what the company is, it's a splinter group within the German government who decided that they don't like how... Bert, you know, you're breaking up. Okay, let me pause. I'll pause the call here. Ready for the pause.